Bring your waist to Bob, choose one. Oh, all the way good. And this is what it is. We Eating Presents Free 99 Podcast. Email us askfree99 at gmail.com. Follow us, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and IG. Free 99 Podcast. Uh, shout out to MO to the NO. Thank you, Mono. You're the best. Yes, shout best. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, Dries is in the building. Hey. Hey. Uh, we got Jake back in the building. What's up, hey. y'all? Not a man. Not a and man. I'm the good homie Gus, customer service. No Philly Phil, though. No Philly Phil. Phil's in uh, Boston catching flights and feelings. <laughs> flights and feelings, eating all that sh- chowder. Nice. Chowder. Lucky. For real. I yeah. n- I don't know. Uh, I, I'm kind of curious h- how that's like because that's, sure. that's not the West Coast. And I'm sure it's fire. It's true. I no, mean, no, I meant like being oh, like, like the race there? he is oh you should be all right there's a lot of people a lot of out-of-towners there probably so it's whatever yeah, nah, i mean boston is a, it's a pretty popular city nowadays i mean that's all it has been but i'm pretty sure it's diverse enough for him to be cool shout out to uh, what you say marky mark marky mark mark <laughs> Wahlberg, top five dead or alive <laughs> just saying top five my introduction to mark Wahlberg was feel the vibration hey. and it was on the arsenio hall show See? Ooh. Oh, shit. See, he f- really flipped it before, like, Fresh Prince and all that. You know what I mean? He was rapping, and then he became a movie star. So, he, he actually. Model. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Model. Yeah. yeah. Calvin Klein model. That's he, right. He made the blueprint, man. <laughs> Ludacris. All of them, they owe it to Marky Mark. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every rapper that you've seen in a movie with a movie career owes it to Mark Wahlberg. I owe to, yeah, shout out to Mark Wahlberg. I, I rock Top with him. Five, dead or alive, man. You know, he. Okay. <coughs> there was this documentary I was watching on New Kids on the Block. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> I love New Kids. But uh, <laughs> I, I know you do. The, they, he talked about when they when there was auditions for New Kids, mm-hmm. he. Um, Mark Wahlberg went to. Uh, no, Mark Wahlberg went, went, with, went with his brother Donnie Wahlberg for the audition, but mm-hmm. he didn't like the, the practice. He was like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I need to go play basketball with my friends and yeah. end up blowing up harder. <laughs> yeah, not true. <laughs> the vibe was different, I guess. I don't know. You know, that was like the white boy version of New Edition. That's really where it came from. Kind of grimy. Because they're both from Boston. New Edition, from, they are from yeah. Boston. Think about it, man. But they, they was from Southie, the, the white hood. Southie. Well, well, what's the hood uh, Bobby and them from? Who knows, man? The hood. <laughs> I love that uh, that new edition movie. It's like four parts. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That sure. that was a good one. That was that was a very good one. You seen that one, Dries? No, you ever seen it's, that? It's on my DVR. Nope, I haven't watched watch it. it yet. It's really once you watch good. the first one, you're just gonna roll into the second. It's one. four it's, parts, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty good though. I heard a lot of spoilers, so yeah. Yeah, we, I know it's pretty good. We lived it, right? <laughs> I know, but you know when they when they portray it. And all that stuff, and you're supposed to see behind the scenes stuff that no one really knew yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. I appreciated it more after I seen it. Like oh, I tried yeah, to do no, the dance. New edition is classic. Huh? Oh yeah. Classic. I'm sure when you hear the soundtrack to that documentary, oh, every time you're just like, Ugh. jam after jam. Mm-hmm. Just imagine mm-hmm. everything that branched out from who New Edition was. Like you know, Boys to Men came from New Edition. You know what I mean, another bad creation. Hey, hey, the West, the East Coast family, yeah, right? All them, Bobby Brown, you know, 
John Gill, Ralph Tresman. I've always wanted. I always got airbrush shit because of them. Gangsters. Like, <laughs> I still wear airbrush <laughs> on occasion be, because of them. Shout out to Mike Buff for fro- always lacing oh, yeah, your boy. Man. <laughs> airbrush. We're dope, man. We're dope, man. Nah, I fuck with it. So, just talking about music. Um, I think last podcast we Jake talked about uh, Tape Vault and mm-hmm. and and Dario the Wizard D Dot D Dot the Wizard man. And I remember when we were doing our campaign album, there was a there was a an Asian girl that was there. We were all chilling in oh, the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're all chilling in the back, mm-hmm. and then um, I think y- y'all were eating Mamas. Oh, no, 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 Brenda's before it was popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the, the fire uh, salmon. Uh, what's it called? With the poached eggs, salmon ben- eggs Benedict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then shout out Delicious. to Brenda's. We're, we were all there in the like that garage parking lot area, and then she was just eating apple, and everyone else was eating shit, like <laughs> chip, like all, all 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 these rap cats was eating like chips and yeah. fucking donuts and Brenda's, and she was out there with an apple, Navery, Navery, yep, she Navery. Was dope. She is dope. E- you know what I mean? EAP, right? Because uh, I remember I remember Daria reached out to me. He goes, "Hey man, I need someone to do cover art." For, for this Navery album because she was just chilling with us and she was on one of your yeah. tracks wasn't she? Yeah she uh, sang a couple hooks for me and Dago she's really good yeah she's really yeah. good she's super good yeah and then uh, she had that Zane vibe you know what I'm talking about? Very, oh very them bald soulful. head them bald head chicks like dirty brown scoundrels Zane yeah, yeah you remember that? <laughs> yeah that's like well, that was like her whole vibe was like hey Mr. DJ yeah like her and D Dot would like make this music that kind of like you know the vibe was kind of like that vibe you know like feel good soulful music so Teresa did their album cover yeah thanks for connecting us Jean Grey mm-hmm. oh at um at Tape Vault at Tape Vault oh, yeah she nice. was there one day at, were you there one day when I brought everyone in to record cause I think you I were just remember. vibing in the session with them like you were just sitting in the studio and I was like hey what's up Teresa I Do think you? so. Wow, you got really good memory. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I had to dig in there for a minute. I think I did. I yeah. Somebody was in the booth, and I walked in, and I think um, Dario was giving me a, a tour or something, and I was taking notes or whatever. Yeah, yeah Dario's was, a good wow. dude, man. You want to hear a funny story about Dario? Please. So I used to go out with this girl in high school, and he took my girlfriend. What? <laughs> he said funny story. Dario. I was waiting to hear the no. rest. <laughs> he didn't. No, no. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't Shit. like uh, take my girlfriend like into which like she left me for him. But like me and this girl like had a falling out, and she just completely just stopped talking to me. And then, then, then like you know, like a couple months later, the next thing I find out is that her boyfriend is this dude named Dario. That's a DJ. That's a DJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Like, is that, and then you know, come to find out, like later on in life, when it starts rolling, he becomes like one of the dopest engineers, producers that I've ever worked with. You know what I mean? So, yeah, wow. that's a very funny story right there. Life is funny. Yeah, it is that's super crazy. funny. I remember when we were recording the campaign album. Uh, he had this song that I've never heard outside of just Tape Vault. It was called Four Horsemen. Oh yep. You were you were it on was, that. It was me. L L Evan. Evan, yeah, Evan, and uh, there was one more person on there. Cos, Coswell? No. Oh, Coswell. It was Coswell. It was Coswell. Yeah. Shout out to Coswell, man. That was... Hey, do you have that track? Man, I'd have to, like, dig in, like, the oldest email I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that's Probably. going back mid-2000s, right? That's, that's early right there. 
That's that was that was a that was one of my favorite songs. I, when I heard that shit, I was like, "Oh my I god!" Remember I remember. That. I ride with my horse. Do you remember yeah. your, your verse from that? Hell, I ride with my <laughs> horseman. <laughs> I wanna hear that. It yeah. was good. And you should bring up bring some old stuff. I, I mean, you know what's crazy is uh, like I could dig through my email and I could find some old stuff, but like stuff like that, that's hard to find, man. It's super duper throwback stuff that's just like yeah. cold draw uh, cough drop assist i'm just calling it out right now <laughs> <laughs> you have to you know who to ask is d dot i bet you d dot has it all on like crazy old hard drives just chilling in his room somewhere did you hand draw that album cover jerice i did for so you met both of them then you kind of vibed and sat there in the recording session with them uh i don't think it was a recording session I, well actually i think they just finished mastering and then i yeah and then i met her met him and um, I asked what what ideas they had, what vibe she was going for. She sent me a bunch of files. I sent her a bunch of drafts, drawings, and ideas, and then she would pick the one that you know direction that we would she wants to go in. And we worked for a while, and then I met I I met up with D Dot in coffee shops and stuff to like. It's very D Dot style of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's showed a up coffee with shop kind of dude. Showed up with his bike, you know. <laughs> D Dot used to go on like. Um, camping trips by himself and not like a regular like hey i rented out a spot at yosemite type camping trips like, what like uh, i promise you like we would be recording hard you know like weeks on end and like months just going straight hard in the studio and he'd be like all right so next week i'm not going to be around i'm gonna go on uh, i'm gonna go camping and then he would go on like these bike rides by himself into like the straight straight up nature like what and by himself dude wow. like you know like you know, shitting holes and, you know, just be one with nature. Like, it was like, he was like the dude, like, it was, I think it was like just to kind of like regroup with him, himself, just kind of like be one in tune with himself. Grounding himself. Yeah, I that's, feel that. that's the type of dude he is. But like, yeah. by himself though, you know, like in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, like no other campers are, are around, you know, yeah. like. Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude. Him in a book, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, that's Some batteries much, in the much, CD. Yeah, exactly. You know what <laughs> I mean? He would just be out there just chilling. He probably brought like his own food. I'm sure he wasn't out there like hunting like with a bow and arrow. Now. But like you know, just to be out there. He was a slim dude. He didn't yeah, take much. He's eating like wild berries or something. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not eating crunch berries like yeah. us. He's eating wild berries. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's what he would do. I remember that like from time to time he would go on like these little you know little D dot trips by himself. He'd come back you know like Dario. Fresh, you know, What's he been up to? Uh, last time I seen him, he was worked on a food truck. He Did worked. It? He Little Green Cyclo, I think, was his aunt. <coughs> and then he was already a vet in the game when I came in the food truck game. Mm. He was like he was already out there. He had spots, he had locked up, and he was trying to expand it for his family because it was a family brand. Yeah. And then that um I seen him when he was doing food trucks and then I then I he stopped going and then I had a kid, he had a kid, yeah, and I yeah. caught him at Target, like, hey, what's yeah. up, D Don? <laughs> what's up, he's dude? Probably, he's probably out there just being a dad but in a d-dot way yeah, yeah. that's my guess keep yeah. it real he was very he talented at production dude. Uh, nah, he was dope bro. he was the original wizard man like you know the thing about him is uh, i like d-dot because he was like super talented first mm. like production wise ear wise even if it's like your song and not even his beat like he always had good input whether it be you know change this or, or move this around or do that or he drop would, drop the beat yeah, so drop the beat Ooh. add effects and he was always always reliable man that's what i always liked it's about very him. very professional very yeah. professional that's what that was the first thing i noticed yeah. about him 
but like he's yeah. just super reliable. Like not no scumbag. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's a real good dude, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a good dude, man. Like he's super reliable, man. Just, that, that's what you need out of people you work with on music. You know what I mean? I, I think I uh, I was working on California, and then I seen him uh, in Crossing, and this was like probably like uh, right after the uh, campaign album like yeah. finished. You know what I mean? And I was like, what's up, what are you doing over here? He goes, I work over here, but I'm going to quit. It's my last week. Like, I just started working in the area. And I was like, fuck, I just started working over here. He was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a do engineer full time. Yeah. And then he just he just went head first. Yeah. Engineer full time. And then he, he did it. Like, yeah, no, he was doing it. Yeah, he, he, had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of clients, a lot of dope people he worked with, too, like on a regular basis. Last time I worked with him was actually in his house. Oh. Yeah, he had a setup in his house, and it was like... I was like, man, I really need to get this done. He was like, just, just come to my house. We'll do it in my house. And he lived like in the cuts uh, all the way like down towards the marina area. Mm. Like, this alleyway street. It was cool though. It was still D-Dot vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, we're just chilling or whatever. And you got that invite because it's you to yeah. his house. It's, yeah, you, you know, yeah. yeah. Just, just to know what kind of... D-Dot's a good dude, but he ain't no sucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't let anybody in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked, we worked for a long time, man, so... Tate Vault. Um, there's a back room. Like there's a there's like three different rooms in Tate Vault. I remember it was like the main production room, then there was the the booth, and then the room before the booth, where everyone kind of kicked it. Um, there was like Tupac. Like uh, there's a Tupac notebook oh, yeah. there, right? There was a real yeah. like a real Tupac notebook. Yeah, I want to. I hope it was real. <laughs> I thought it was real. I thought it was real. Yeah, did you ever go in the back room back there? Mm-hmm. So the reason why they call that room the tape vault mm-hmm. is because in the back of the actual room, mm-hmm. so before there's Pro Tools, they use ADAT tapes or whatever. So it's like this big library of like ADAT tapes from people that recorded at uh, High Street Studio. High Street Studio. So if you like, you look through them, you can see like like Tupac's ADATs are all up on there. Crazy. Like those are like the real original uh, recordings. Yeah. It had like a whole bunch of like from Tupac all the way down to like Green Day, I think is on there. Wow. And it's like Parliament Funkadelic, like a whole bunch of like crazy like Tape Vault throwback music dudes. And then they had a they had a, a notebook which they said supposedly was Tupac's notebook. Mm-hmm. And you could actually open it and look at it and it actually had like notes from like him writing like his first album and like he had like the track listing, he had like lyrics in there, he had like what? ideas for the artwork. It was a composition yeah, was book, crazy. right? It was a composition work, uh, yeah. composition book. Those black and white ones. Wow. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I was like, this is not That's real. Crazy. Like I look at yeah. it like I don't <laughs> I'd be like that. Who ain't tricking? Surprised nobody tried to steal that thing. I think there's so much respect for that studio that that yeah, that didn't happen. Wow. High Street is main, dude. High Street is main. You go like you go outside, there's people selling dope, crackheads Mm -hmm. everywhere, it smells like shit. You know what I mean? You go inside, it's like this illustrious classic legendary studio area and it's like it's, it's weird you can go outside and just human shit just right there <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah it was, I was it like was am rough. I in the right place yeah, it was rough, <laughs> should I be here right now but it was like you know once you get in there it's like a whole different vibe mm-hmm. and you, you know you're safe because they buzz you in yeah and they had the dude with the big old dreadlocks tucked into oh his yeah you paying five bucks for parking in the back yeah, yeah and tucked into his little pantyhose yeah he was cool too though man was that uh Souls of Mischief that shouted out High Street uh, Studio. Yeah, yeah, right. Nine three to Infinity. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sick. Shout out to High Street Studios and. Uh, it's a legendary spot, man. I didn't trip off that. Yeah. I didn't. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand how much work went into producing that album, 
because I didn't want you guys to go in the studio right away. I wanted everyone to record at Bucks. <laughs> you remember this conversation? Yeah, I told you. I was like, dude, it's not going to work that way. I was like, just record at Bucks. No, no, like, record at Bucks, and then we'll, f- you know, figure out what we like, and then we'll go straight to the studio with, yeah. with the polished product. But, yeah, that shit was... You just got to Everyone out, came out man. of pocket. Like, everyone yeah, took turns coming out of I pocket for that. I mean, because, you know, at the end of the day, like... If you want it to sound a certain way or sound like crispy, if you want it to compete with other people's music, yeah, mm-hmm. it has to sound just like it. Like as far as quality goes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be up there. Like you can't just pop in, you know, like so and so CD and then pop in yours and it's not up to par. Isn't you just yeah. you know, automatically feel like, all right, well, I don't even want to hear this now, you know? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Nowadays it might be different, but you know, back in my day, you know, and I was doing the thing, so you know. Did you? When you first started, did you like listening to yourself? Like, like was uh, it weird first hearing your voice? For both of y'all. I want that question for both of y'all. <laughs> Jerisa and Jake. Well, you first. Yeah, Jerisa. I fucking I, hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a nice voice, though. That's Thank, why I you sound good that. on the podcast. You have a nice voice. So. I appreciate it. Well, at first, because I, I, I wrote a lot of poems, right? I wrote a, yeah. a lot in my journal. And then, so before getting into rapping, I always had poems and I shared it with people or whatever. But I never recorded myself and got used to my voice. So I I didn't find my style. So like our Mm. first maybe two recordings, two albums, they were grimy. I mean, because they were just in the room. No, no, you know, nothing professional. You could hear all kinds of stuff in the background. (laughs) People eating bag of chips. Yeah. We didn't know much about nothing, layering and all that stuff. And just, you know. Um, and in between, you know, studying and everything else, it was just like pumping it out, you know. And then, you know, just being in a room with a bunch of people that I don't want to say like I just met, but I've never been in that situation with, you know, friends and stuff. So intimacy. I was, That's very yeah, intimate. It was ver- they sit very there and intimate. listen to you it's spit. <laughs> and I was very self-conscious. Like I like performing, but at that time, I don't think I found myself yet. Like just like my style, you know, like that place you need to be. So I, I hated listening to my voice. Even now, if I like, <laughs> I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> cringe. Yeah, you, you know what's awkward about recording like that, too, is that when you're sitting in the room with somebody recording mm-hmm. and everybody has to be quiet mm-hmm. and nobody can hear the beat but him or her, mm-hmm. and you, they're just like standing in the corner just letting it out, like, blah, 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 and you're just like <laughs> sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you know, they, that's they, true. They're, they're hella loud, too, because they can't hear themselves, so they're just like, you know, just, just letting it loose, you know? Yeah. And you're just sitting there. <laughs> it's like because you don't know because you can't hear the beat only yeah. they can hear the beat so yeah. you're just like sitting there like alright cool shit that's hella funny <laughs> would you say <clears throat> when you first rap you kind of mimic someone's style I so think so because I you were know you trying to be like Lauren Hillish nah I mean I, there was a lot of I want to say good female role models back then in music mm-hmm. not necessarily not necessarily just in rap mm-hmm. um, because back then it was about Lil Kim Foxy Brown Oh yeah, it, it was that that Messi, the Il Nana, <laughs> the Il Nana era. So like you know, growing up to that, you think that that's what you should sound like. But like I said, I was trying to find my style, and you know, um, I wouldn't say I was trying to sound like them, but definitely inspired. You know what what good good stuff should sound like. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. Who you uh who you mimic your style after you think like when you first started rap because. Uh, man, that's hard, man. You know what it was? Is I don't know if I mimic styles, but I was more in tune with like uh, 
crazy, like, trying to put, like, some weird metaphors together. That's what kind of, like, inspired me. I'm going to tell you straight up, a lot. I listened to a lot of Dre Dog when I was younger, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because we work with him now, but, like, when I was younger, like... He's spoken into existence. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he, he used to come with, like, crazy metaphors, you know what I mean? So he used to just, like, blow me away, so, like... I used to try to come like that too, you know. Mm. So that's I was like inspired by stuff like that, you know. So I don't know. I was inspired by a whole bunch of stuff, man. But as far as like one style to mimic, I, I really didn't have like one person that I was like, oh, I want to sound like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I Did you know. like your sound when you first started? When I, mean, I first started recording, mm-hmm. uh, not really. I still kind of don't, to be honest with you. Like I'm people like your sound more than you like your sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're always your worst critic because you always yeah. listen to it and you can always like pick apart exactly what you don't like. Like yeah. you always hear the things you don't like. You know what I, mean? I don't like how yeah. I said that word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that didn't come out the way I wanted right. it to. You know, but yeah. everybody's like, "Oh man, that was pretty dope." You know, so you're always your worst critic. That's why I try to to like not listen to my music as much. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a love hate relationship. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do like to listen to myself because I just want to hear like what I created. But at the same time, the more I listen to it, the more I pick it apart. Mm-hmm. The more I sometimes become not happy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's better to get like a reaction from somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's I get more gratification out of that. Like somebody, you know, out here, like, oh, listen to this, and then they give me their feedback. So. Do you take criticism well? Uh, I, I, you don't trip. I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm open to criticism all the time. Sometimes it's criticism into which I feel like, like if, if somebody's going to tell me like, oh yeah, you know, that verse could have been better or whatever, I could dig that. But like, as far as like when somebody criticizes, like, you know, it's, it, it's hard because it's like, people always have their opinions on how you should do something. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And everybody always has an opinion and they speak about it into which like it's that easy. You feel me? Right. Like, you, know, yeah. you know what I heard a lot like doing music coming up? You need to make a radio song. Like, I w- Sorry. Uh, I probably uh, said that to you once or twice. I would always hear that. And there's nothing wrong with that because if you think about it, you go have a radio song that's the quickest way to blow up or put yourself in a plateau, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, think about what that statement just said is like you need to make a radio song like what is a radio song though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying was the gig a radio song the gig could have been a radio song they probably could have played it on the radio but i didn't make it in an angle to make it a radio song you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there are certain songs that i might have came at it with an angle like "Ooh, this one could be for the radio Mm-hmm. But, like, when people used to always say, like, you need to make a radio song, it used to irk the shit out of me because I'm like, <laughs> you tell me what the formula of a radio song is. You know what I mean? That's it's like, hard. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you tell me the formula of what a radio, what consists of a radio song. You know, like, all right, and then it, even nowadays, you know what I mean? People sometimes still tell me that. And I'm like, do you even listen to the radio anymore? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, I don't listen to the radio. So I'm like, so why do I gotta make a radio? Song? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you ain't checking for me exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> like it just like sometimes it just didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like those little things I couldn't like. I'd be like, man, I, I heard it before. Like you know, like even some. It's easier thing. now though, right? To make music. Oh, it's way easier now. Right? Sure. Like, cause you guys really have to struggle. Like, if you got a <clears> thousand <throat> solid dollars, you can make. Yeah. Hella albums that yeah. and just put it out because yeah, no, people sure. weren't checking the internet for music before. Yeah. It was 
you you'd be chilling in front of Tower Records, like, hey, you listen yeah, to exactly. hip hop? Yeah. Or those dudes out on on Market Street, hey, yeah, you listen to hip hop? Like, get yeah. out of here! I see you your nails are dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put in some elbow grease and do the actual work to like well, handing stuff out and telling people about yourself. Different now, it's different. like it's different, but it's like you know it, that just it comes with the territory too, because you know we're also older, so like the things that we went through and the things that we had to do. To get where we wanted to be is much different than you know what people have to do nowadays, and then so on and so forth. There's going to change again. So these people doing their mm-hmm. thing right now with the, the access that they have, mm-hmm. someone's going to come along when they get older, and they're going to say the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. man, we had to get on SoundCloud, and then like <laughs> it's like nowadays, like you know, who knows what the next step is after that? You know what I mean? And it just goes on and on and on. You know what I mean? Like, think about it like this. At one point. You couldn't listen to records inside of a car, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. had to listen to the radio or whatever they play. You didn't have access to a CD player, or tape deck, or anything like that. So, to uh, to them looking at what we was doing, they're probably like, "Oh man, you can listen to whatever song you want to at any time you want in your car." You know what I mean? <laughs> like that must have been wild to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And now we're like looking at the, the you know, the people on the internet, like. Man, you could just make a song, upload it there. People can listen to it a million times. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just mating, man. It's just te- technology just pushes things forward, man. So. I don't know. I I remember, <laughs> and then this is uh this the sidetracking on music. Uh, Paloma used to do those those open mics. You remember that, Jake? Yeah, I used to do that all the time, man. Oh, oh, we yeah. what, what what club was that at? It was over by uh, uh Minna, but by no, like time. What, what was that, was that shit called? It was like a, it was in a bar, and they shared the live band with a uh, Baron uh Kapakahi. 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 Shout out to Kapakahi. Kapakahi. My peoples. Baron Davis lived in like over there because he would drop by all the time. It was they tore it down though, right? Uh, that uh, that club because you used to perform there. I remember you performed one time, and there was this yeah. uh, there was this other du- other dude that was there, and then in, they introduced you as Bar None, and then that guy was like Bar None. That's a big name, yeah. and I was like, he, he like you get you get a lot of flack for that <laughs> name at first. Like, you know, it's funny so you either. Yeah, the biggest joke out of that is Bar None, the candy bar. You know what I mean? I thought it was William Floyd. Oh well, that well, not see, not too many people knew that William. Shout Floyd's out to Samson Forty Niners. Not too many people knew William Floyd's nickname was Bar None. So a lot of people were like Bar None, like the candy bar. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> but you know, I had a lot to prove back then. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I just felt like I had a lot to prove, especially like. Being a Filipino kid, like trying to rap, preach. Know, and, and I had a lot to prove. Bro. Preach. It's like it was, it was crazy because when I would just get out there and zone out, like people after they hear me doing my thing, they would give me respect after that. You know what I mean, it was just whatever. I'm not trying to burn anyone, but this is a story I heard. There's this club in Daly City called uh, <laughs> called the Wedge, and then I remember uh, I remember. Uh, Jake opened up for this rapper. I'm not going to say who this rapper's name is, but I'm going <laughs> to just leave that out. Jake opened up for this rapper, right? And then when Jake performed, he... Jake has family, and family will always support his shit. And then we... They roll deep, and it's scary sometimes <laughs> how deep they roll, especially if Jake's in Daily City, in his city, and there's a performance, and it's at a bar, people are going to show well, out. Jake went on stage... Rock. I think CB was there too, right? Did he perform? Uh, I think he should have been there unless he was still in jail at that time. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Jake went out there, rocked it. 
yeah. rocked the shit out of that club. And as soon as his set was over, you see more than half the club go outside to smoke a <laughs> cigarette <laughs> with with Jake. The headliner was ready to perform mm-hmm. and was like, hey, um, could you tell some of the people that I'm going to perform yeah. now so they could come back inside? And then it took Jake to be like, hey, y'all, let's 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 go inside and, you know, let let's watch him perform now. It took Jake, because cause this dude wasn't giving you no love at first. Mm. Well, you know what? He, he did give me love, though, because he, you know how that came about is that uh, they already had the show booked. Like, they had booked it already. You okay. Know what I mean? Without you on the bill? Without me on the bill at first. Okay. And then uh, somebody had mentioned to them, like, hey, man, why don't you holler at Barna? You know, he's from Daly City. Like, you should holler at him because you're going to do a show, like, straight up in his neighborhood. And you should holler at him to come out or whatever. Yeah. So then... Um, they already had like pressed up a flyer and everything for it, and then he, they told me like, "Hey man, uh, we got a show in Debbie City, dude. It's cool. You want to come out?" You this is MySpace days, right? Yeah, it's MySpace yeah. days. He's like, "Yeah, want to come out and rock a couple songs or whatever?" And I was like, "Yeah, for sure, I'll come out." So then I just told everybody like, "I'm gonna be in Debbie City." He's like, "Hey, I got a show right down the street. Will come over?" You know. So then I, I mean, I, it was by default because like some people even just walked there. <laughs> like, they literally like was drinking. They walked down the street. and We was just there already. You know. I mean so it was by default you know what I mean I, I was in you know my known territory or whatever but but you rocked the shit out of that party yeah, man. you rocked the shit out of the party and you made the headliner feel like an <laughs> opening act <laughs> you know I remember because ev- it got back to me and I was like fuck I wish I was at you that show <laughs> I took uh I like going first bro I like like yeah at shows I like to go first well like um I like to go first because then that gives me the opportunity to set any kind of bar I want. <laughs> like, like, to be real with you, like, none, this, bitch. There's, there's, no, <clears throat> there's no, there's nobody before me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you okay, set the, you yeah, set the I tempo. Have, I don't have uh, to, like, you know, live up to whoever was before me because there's yeah. nobody before me. So whatever yeah. energy I've come out with right now. You know what I mean? If I come out with the, the good energy and a good performance, then they'll probably remember me because I'm first. And then it gives a it gives it a harder time for the person after me. Right? Yeah. 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 That's like yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like uh, I used to, I would look at things yeah. like that like yeah. as like friendly competition, you know what I mean? Like mm. um, that's, that's, whether it even be like in the studio, like we can do a song together, yeah. I look at it like, man, I'm about to do yeah, I'm about to demolish this shit. I would try to, you know, like, outshine everybody who's going to be on the song. That's just how the way I, like, I'm going to shoot on the you know? stage and hand you whatever's left yeah, over. You know? <laughs> I just, I, I used to get a kick out of it, you know what I mean? So, That's a good mentality to come at it with. Yeah, and it's crazy because they would ask, like, yo, so uh, we don't have a lineup. Who wants to go first? I'd be like, me. I'll go first. They'd be like, all right, cool. And then it's also because, you know, like... <laughs> Going on stage too, like even to this day, I still get nervous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even when, it, even like going, you know, we did plenty of shows, but even till this day, I still get nervous. You know what I mean? So <laughs> what going, kind of nervous? It's more like um, you got to get that first but- first song out. It's like like not like butterflies, but it's more like I got to step out there in front of all these people and just do this right. I got to shit real quick. <laughs> yeah, so so, it, so like going first, it's like you just get it over with. Then yeah. You can just, then yeah. I could just chill, relax, have drinks, joke yeah. around, fuck around. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like it, yeah. it, it's harder sometimes when you're chilling there, 
and you're just waiting your turn. Yeah, it's that's like the worst. Eight people in front of you, and you're just like, and then like you know, a couple people might get it hyped, and then a couple people might kill the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, and it's cool too though, because like if somebody kills the crowd before you, then it's even though it might they just look, sunk down the tempo. Yeah, it might make you look better if you bring it back, but it's hard to bring people's mm. attention back if mm. somebody just killed it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, you know. But yeah, you know, like even to this day, I still get nervous or whatever. But I still love going first, man. Wow, that's humbling to know. What's the biggest crowd ever that I did? That you felt like it, like you don't know numbers, but oh, you looked out to the crowd. You're like the biggest crowd by far is Santa Cruz. Yeah. Cannabis. That's oh always, man, that's the best. That's always the biggest crowd. It, was, it looked like a music festival, dude. Like yeah. when you get out there, bro. Like, like they feel it's like, all the college kids, huh? Yeah, they come to. And you know what's cool about Santa Cruz too? There's a couple spots that I always like. Shout out to Banana Slugs. Santa Cruz always comes hella deep. They're always, yeah. always there, and the crowd is always hella cool. Like they always show love. They, they got always show love. Yeah, you know. They stay in college. They love music out there. They love music. It's hella dope. Like they just rock with you, bro. So, but yeah, I think crowd wise, that's probably the biggest. Thing. Wow. Yeah. Santa Cruz is fun. Where'd you perform that you're like, why am I performing here? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Let me take that two ways. Like, one 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 way would be like, this is a shitty-ass venue and there's no one here. Or um, another way would be like... I've done a couple. I, I didn't think this would be as popping as it is being in, in this area or this city. Uh, just for a perfect example, we did a show in Half Moon Bay like three weeks ago. and you talked was, about that. Your mom seen the, the kiosk. Yeah, the kiosk. That, that like for example, like that show right there, I didn't expect it to be like that. It was like yanking in there. And really? Was, yeah, it was cracking in there. I was like, Jesus Christ. But I was like, in Half Moon Bay? In Half Moon Bay. <laughs> was it mostly white people? Yeah, of course. You know? And they're all. I'm, I'm just wondering what the demo was. You know what I mean? Actually, hella cool too. Because then even after we performed, they like you know, a couple people came up like, "Hey, good job up there, man." You know, like, how do you guys like Half Moon Bay? You know what I mean? Like, blah blah blah. You guys should come back and stuff. I'm like, hell yeah, this is cool. You know, what I mean? they're like super cool. You know hella friendly. I mean? And they go, fuck. <laughs> when I say fuck, oh, you yeah. say you. Fuck <laughs> you. You yeah. should do that. No, you used to say, <laughs> say when I say fuck. When I say fuck, you say bar none. Fuck bar none. Bar- <laughs> I used to come to shows with a shirt that would say fuck bar none. <laughs> and just yelling at the crowd and they and just they get into it, huh? Like, who's bar none? You know I, mean? I get on stage with a bunch fuck of em. I get on stage with a bunch of dudes that had shirts that said fuck bar none. You know I mean? It was like reverse psychology, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's hella smart. funny. <laughs> you know. Was, I've done also shows where it was like, like, man, this is rough right now. Yeah. Like Azul I'm, would be rough. There were some of the Azul parties were kind of rough, where yeah, everyone's rapping show, in a circle. Uh, I did a show on time. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was like the straight, they made their own cipher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes that's how it was, man. It used to be, you know, like rappers rapping for rappers, man. Uh, sometimes it was really like that, you know. Yeah. Like I, I did a show one time. It was like off a of third, like near Snowdrift, but it was mm. like this cutting ass place. It was like an Il basement. Prada. Bruh, and they had uh they had like airplane seats in there. Huh? What? Uh, it was weird. <laughs> it was like a room probably like as big as this. Like, it was called a hangar. Yeah, they had, they had airplane seats in there, dude. I was what? like, what the fuck? This is crazy. But you know, it's all fun. You gotta do it whether it's two people or two thousand. Yeah. 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 I think I mean, of it as practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I remember I, we had a we had a white crowd and it was for like a benefit. You remember the Philippines? Caught underwater and we did that oh, benefit yeah. show. 
We had hella people on that bill. It was yeah. like seven people there. It was like donate food or give money. I remember that. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, uh, that was over there on Geary, right? That was Club La Mia. Club La Mia. Smell like, they used to put mothballs in the urinal, so whenever you pee, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it smelled like moth. <laughs> you remember that shit? It's like, fuck, this is such an Asian club. <laughs> club La Mia. That place, uh, so good. Uh, Tasha's cousin uh, bartends there. Uh, not bartends. He used to be a bouncer. It's called something different now. <sighs> They flipped it out. It's like a karaoke bar. In the Isn't nice? Yeah, it's cool. Shit. You know those car- Asian karaoke bars? Mm. I think in, I want to say it's in Chinese, in direct translation, it's called Thigh Bar. Because you know how there's like a hostess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, you you pay for that hostess and you can put your hand on their thigh. What? Yeah. I, what? I'm going to Google it. Thigh Bar, like uh, Paper Moon. Over oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. There used oh, to be a thigh bar. It's like an underground turnip. Underground <laughs> turnip. Hey, we talk about Turn up. <laughs> Turn up. Oh, man. But, yeah, th- I, I, I've never been to Paper Moon. Like, I would see the outside of it. Like, what the hell is going on in there? <laughs> That's over there in uh, San Bruno. There's, it's like, an underground operation going down in there right now, dude. It's Isla now, though. Oh, right? is, it, is that Isla? Yeah, if they flipped the Isla. Shout out to the all-you-can-eat white rice. Mm-hmm. Question for y'all. What, what is the best Filipino restaurant Ooh. In, the, in, in the vicinity? In the vicinity here? Yeah, like whether it be the no. city or Delhi City or South City or whatever. I got to hear the consensus. I'm going to let Teresa go first. I <laughs> <laughs> always like Kuya's. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Kuya's. It tastes and it where, feels where's, authentic. Where's Kuya's at? I'm going to say the downtown of San Bruno. Same what, street as Isla. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never had that actually. Almost like two buildings away from Isla. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Issa looked like a mall. That's just hella big. It's bigger than Cleo's. I've never tried Isla's either. either. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Right. They, they got um, they got famous for their uh the kamaya right. Yeah. That that green. Oh, you eat on the, uh, on the table. On the, yeah. With your hands. I don't know about that. Either, man. I'm I'm American. <laughs> I love that hey, stuff. I, I do know. I do like it, but give me a spoon and fork. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my owls are like crab and fish and lumpias and I'm lazy with crab. My wife would crack my crab. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you Ask me. Ask me. She let you know. I don't crack crab, bro. Like, you sound like my dad and my mom. Hey, you know, that's what's a happy marriage. crack a whole crab without pop. eating anything. And she'll crack the whole crab and then just eat it just like that. That's but what my dad don't like eating crab like that because he doesn't like doing getting, the work. You know? Getting his hand dirty? And my mom will crack him a crab too. But it's crazy because I can't. How do you resist cracking a whole crab without eating it? It's just crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I like I getting that stuff out the way so I could just dig in. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just, I eat the crab as I go. Because you eat it. You eat it hot then, right? I eat it hot, I eat it cold, whatever. I'm hungry. I'm about to eat crab next Friday, man. Filipino. Um, My favorite is Patio Filipino, man. I've only been there once or twice. Dude, they got the uh, again? El Camino. It's, it's on El Camino. San Bruno. You know, it was top five in um, National Geographic, man. Really? Patio? Uh, top five Filipino restaurants, man. Yeah, try it. Try mm. it. You know what they have is the uh, the lechon cooked in the in the baga oil. I don't know. I don't forgot how you pronounce it, but it's straight. Lechon fire. cooked in baga oil. Yeah, they serve it at like a um, 
like the eggplant skin when it comes to mangoes and tomatoes. Oh my god. Ooh. That balance is crazy, right? Yeah. So it's like super salty and then sweet. sweet. Then you get the rice to kind of dull everything out. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Filipinos got high blood sugar, bro. I like rice, even though rice got I'm no like, flavor. I'm like risking my life every time I go there, bro. No, no, I, I, I feel you. I'm like, I'm like standing on the edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I go there, bro. I got my meds on deck. Yep, I'm, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm willing to risk it all. That type of stuff, right? Oh shit, I don't know. Um. Now, the only reason I asked that because uh, my manager, who is uh, a white lady, she's not she does she's not really too familiar. with Shout out to LJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, to. She's super cool. Like, she's super cool. But you know, like you know, me and, and my uh, and my other manager, we're Filipino, so she just came up one day. She's like, "Yeah, hey, I have a friend coming in." Shout out to Shan. She's Filipino. You know, she wants to eat Filipino food when she gets out here. Like, what do you suggest? And then I was like, "That's a good question, right there." And my answer was like, "Oh, my auntie's house or something." You know, really like. <laughs> It's really it's like, home yeah, home cooked is just, you know, but I would have for con the first Filipino restaurant I remember going to consistently as a kid was Max's. Oh, Max's is always yeah. a, and that's a good the one. Max's I know was was over when it was by like the round table. And we you know what a star bread is. That's the oh, Max's. Damn, that's super yeah, that's that super. Throwback. I used to go to that Max's as a kid. I remember going there. Uh, and Max's, what I would always get there consistently would be the crab fried rice, mm. Damn, uh, crispy pata, mm -hmm. the deep fried pig's foot. Holler at your boy. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would use my hands for that <laughs> motherfucker. Risking your life. You feel me? <laughs> with, with soy sauce and like vinegar and oh, garlic. Uh, and I'm the, now. that fat, the, it's, it's like a fat crack. It's like the fat part and then you crack a crack. It's like, oh, bitch, this shit stuck to my teeth, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you got to try? You go to the Max's next time is the uh, Crispy Tajong. You ever try oh, that? Oh, hell yeah. What's, what you is that? Try that? Mm -hmm. Maxis, that was good. It's like, looks like a dinosaur bone, bro. Oh, that's what we would call it. Dinosaur yeah. bone? Dinosaur bone. It's a Fred Flintstone. A plate with like three big ass bones just leaning on each other. What? Mm -hmm. It's like a deep fried beef rib, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what the worst is for you that my dad used to make? And this, I'm talking about <laughs> terrible shit, but it's so fucking good. Is chicharron bulaklak. Oh, oh, Dries, what, what is the exact translation of what chicharron <laughs> bulaklak is, Dries? Chicharron. Well, first off, chicharron is what? This pig skin and pig intestines. Right. Deep fried. And that's straight palutan. That's straight like yeah. drunk food, right? Yeah, palutan is something you eat when you drink <laughs> with your fingers. You know, it's nothing like yeah, it's, it's not like, like a you know, oh it's just something God. to pick on, and you eat it with vinegar, oh. chopped up garlic, <laughs> with a little pepper. I'm about, to go to, uh, oh. I'm about to go to seafood city after this. Seafood city. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh that my. good. But chicharron bulak lak is like ruffled fat with like fat. a little piece of meat in the middle, right? Yeah. yeah. My dad used to make that shit at the house. Oh my god, and it would be like a meal sometimes. Hence why, that's why your boy is a big boy. So all the back. Chicharron bulak lak though. Fire. Even little Jake, he loves that stuff, bro. I'm down. Just that little piece of meat that you find yeah. in the middle. Mm. Is just <laughs> <laughs> I seen this, uh, bitch. I seen <laughs> I seen a picture online around uh, Valentine's Day. It was a bouquet. It was supposed to be a bouquet of flowers, but it was a bouquet of chicharron balaclava. Oh, I'd oh. take that any day. Forget flowers. My mom and dad used to purposely, like, uh, whenever they cook, like, chicken 
Like mm-hmm. they would take the skin off and then my dad would just deep fry that bitch out the oh, rest. So shit. it'd be chicken skin bullock like oh, that's my shit. Chicken skin chicharron. Oh, chicken skin chicharron. That's crazy. That is chicharron yeah. bullock like man. My dad could cook. If anything, shout out to you, Pops. He, was a, he could cook. My dad could get down. That's why I'm not a small guy. My dad Dang. could throw down. That's a gift that. your parents gave. Yeah. Some of good my food. Yep. Some like he would make broke food good. Like mm-hmm. there was this thing he did. All right. So we have we have, we have like hot dogs, right? And he'll chop it up, yeah. and then he'll like saute it with onions, and then he'll saute it with like ketchup. So it was like a ketchup like hot dog thing. I thought she was delicious. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. only my dad made that shit, and his torta. Torta's oh, good. Torta, torta I love is torta. great. Like cheap food. Yeah. Yeah. What do you put in your torta? Um, well, there's two different kinds, right? There's the eggplant torta. I fuck with that. Right. <laughs> I fuck with that so tough. You you burn you you burn the you cook the torta in uh, the fire. Uh-huh. Then you wait for it to cool down. You peel off the skin. Uh-huh. Then you mash it a little bit. Then you put some egg and a little bit of vegetables. Fry that shit up. Sometimes That's like the real one, right? That's like the original torta yeah. talon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go, torta talon. Get some then, culture, bitches. And there's other torta where it's just like ground meat with whatever you want to throw in it, vegetables yeah. or whatever, and egg. Dang, Tails. you can make anything with egg and meat. You know what? <laughs> I, I even eat the torta even without the egg, like just straight. You know the you know that they put the ground beef with the mixing with the yeah. vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how you put it with the egg to mm. make torta. I eat it without the egg sometimes. Just mm. Slap <sighs> it on top of rice. Well, you could do that all day. That's the shit. And just mix up your rice hella yeah. good. So oh, it's like yeah. every exactly. then your kid just mix that shit up hella good. Everybody I'm, loves torta. Dude. Everyone loves. If you go to Chibogs, oh, that's another good Filipino oh, place. I have yet to eat there. My, my boy what? told me. My boy told me that's hella good. Too. It's hella good. You order the torta, it's hella big. It's like the size <laughs> of the plate. That's what's up. Ooh, hella yeah, ketchup bo- on that I bitch. Heard, I heard your bugs is like is pretty is pretty fire. Do you do yeah. jufron or do you do tomato ketchup with with uh, your torta? Dang, you know I'm not picky, but I would choose jufron. I like the tamis anghang. Yep, hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you feel? Let's get cultural. <laughs> oh, tamis anghang is sweet and hot. Yeah. That's Jerisa's sweet and hot, guys. See, I like that one with the. Uh, that's the one that they use with lupia, right? Like the the spicy sweet and sour sauce. That's that kind of like, like the that chi- uh-huh. that chicken chili sauce, right? It's like yeah, that that's chili glaze. Yeah, sweet chili with sweet the chili. with the peppers in it. That's what you use oh, with the lupia. Shit. Just I, just touching back on sorry, the torta and my dad. <laughs> and remember, I said I, I would hate to crack crab. As a kid, my dad knew I wouldn't crack crab. Yeah. He would crack the crack the crab down the next day because you know I wouldn't eat that torta. shit. And he would make crab oh, torta. Dude, so for my yeah. birthday, what do you want? I say I want crab torta. That motherfucker would come out with some crab torta. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I think, I, think I want that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to do one, that. Right? That's yeah. a It's like the high class poor man's meal right there. You feel me? You got <laughs> yeah. someone to sell your food for you and this bomb? You knew it was real because you'd bite this shit like, damn, pop. Took my tooth out. (laughs) I was in this meal right now. I'm not sitting here mushing the egg and make sure there's no shells. I mean, that's pretty much what Filipino food is, though. It's just, it's like the poor man's meals, but like on Mm -hmm. another level. (laughs) We all we got. (laughs) They use like you know, like their fishes aren't like the most you know, like sought after fishes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like like the pieces of pork they use are the most like sought after pieces. You know, so on and so forth. Making something out of nothing. From the Ruta yeah. to the Tuta, we eat everything. everything. It's delicious. <laughs> Every- we don't like to wait. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we, we even eat not. fish bones sometimes, you know, with the little uh, the little fishes, dried fish, or oh, you yeah. fry it. I just had, I ate toyo the other day. Uh, the my, my I've awesome. never eaten that, bro. What? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I hate the smell. Toyo? I hate it. I hate when someone's frying it. Fire. I hate this. Is it? Straight fire. Fuck <laughs> that. So good. Fuck that. I'm straight, a snob. I'm straight, sorry. Straight fire. Bro. I'm a Jolly Bee Filipino. Bungos. Fuck. I fucking bungos because I don't got to pick out the bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to look for the bones, right? I eat the straight bungos. I eat it. If it's, oh, if it's cooked good, yeah, yeah you, you, could, you could bite the Really? The head, the face, everything, yeah. bro. You know what's real, real? When there's like a fish synagogue and you see like a grandma go go for the eye oh, and then scoop yeah. that <laughs> scoop the eye out of the fish I, head uh-huh. and then put that shit in their mouth and then suck all the guts off that oh. shit and then just put like a little fish eye, like little bone there. Ooh, like I oh, would never. You're at a Filipino house now. I don't eat fish eyes though. Uh, they, I, you yeah. eat the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, so yo, yeah, it's like this big. Because <laughs> the, the, the eye is like yeah, nothing like, after that. It's like fried to crispiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little different when you see it in a soup. Bungus is my shit, though. Yeah. Boneless, bungus. Mm. I, I ain't picking out no... I hate fish. I gotta pick out bone. Like, I think I'm traumatized. As a kid, I was mm-hmm. always get this shit stuck in my throat. Oh, yeah. So I just stopped fucking with fish. I was like, nope. Shit's scary. Not doing fish. Oh, you want eat Uh, I do it. I think we all should on a... <gasps> I record it. I've never visual. Done, that's one thing I've never done. That would be hella good. Eat blood. I, I'm, you know, like I'll <laughs> drink the juice, and then if there's a little bit of yolk, I'll eat that. But then, other than that, like you the beak, it's and just a, you know what for me. I think it's just, I'm pretty sure if people eat it like that, that it's not that bad. But it just it's just a little too real for me. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta chew it though. You know what I mean? And then you feel it's the just bones just crunch. It's a little too real for me. Man, you know, like, <laughs> it's just like they're all like curled up. In there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what if it's curled up <laughs> and it looks up at yeah, you it's like just, it's just a little my too my real. <laughs> I just drank your juice. <laughs> they, had, they, they had it on fear factor, dude. That's how you know. Like, yeah, yeah, it would be nothing, though, if, if someone said, okay, just let's drank. do this. Let's, you know. Just I think it would juice. be anything. Man. But ah, if I had to choose to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with salt. Like the, the, the big salt. Yeah. Rock salt. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried the, uh, like the pickled egg? You ever, you ever try that? Uh, no, I've it's never tried that. Egg. The pur- the purple egg. It's a purple oh. egg. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Salted yeah. egg, salted yeah, egg. Salted yeah. Egg. yeah. Bitter as fuck. Do they eat it with, like, tomato? Tomato and yes. onions. Oh, that shit's hella good. That's just good with fish. Yes. Like, like, fried tilapia? Well, my wife will take all the bones away, you know what I mean? I'm a kept man, so. You are. <laughs> That's cool, man. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's, that's that shout shit. Out, shout out each, man. Yeah, for, for real. Taking care of my dude. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> she held it down. Lucky man. Yeah, she held it down. Oh, that's that that's shit. Up, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then uh, just talking about Balut, like, I wouldn't. Um, there's this thing called Benoy. Do you know, know what that is? So it's an, a different level of Balut to where it's. It's like a full grown. It's more yolk. There's no, there's no bird, mm. oh. so it has the same, same kind of juice. Mm-hmm. It's just like having chicken broth, right? I mean, it's I all like veiny. The yolk looks veiny. Yes, mm. I think I could do veiny. that. Like when it's like, <laughs> when you can see like the face and all that, like it's like, <laughs> and the eyeball yeah, is still like, like it's half real. open. Some of them got feathers already and all that. I'm like, bro, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I think I said on a previous <laughs> episode, someone was se- someone was selling that shit on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> like Balut. There's some bl- have fresh Balut. <laughs> Fuck oh, that. That's a tough one right there. 
You know what I do like though? <laughs> I like quail eggs. On the small ones? Yeah. That's cool. Quail eggs. Yeah. Quail eggs is good. Little pop, you know what I mean? Little (laughs) pop. Quail eggs is cool. Little quail eggs. Eggs are just delicious, period. But blood, I don't know. I can't do it, huh? It's it's just a little much, man. It's a little much. Like, I can eat oh, with the pink face just right there. Oh. Like, I can do that, you know, but like, blood. Big just, face, like, honey. Have you watched Lechon get cooked from live animals? Anthony Bourdain. Uh, <laughs> like, in person. Anthony Bourdain. I've not, not, not when it was like alive and then. Dude, that shit's fucking brutal. <laughs> it's kind of like what they do with well, the dog, right? My, my dad used to do it, so Ooh, I grew shit. up watching that. Right, so he would like, and it's so, it's so barbaric, cru- it's so cruel. Yeah. He would chase the pig around, and with a mallet, right, whack it, knock it out, heating it, hitting it until it knocks out, and you could just hear the screams, and you just feel so bad, and it's like it's getting woozy, and then you see the bumps, and oh, Damn. then. When it's knocked out, then they slit the throat. I'm oh. sorry, I'm getting really graphic. They just slit it. <laughs> then they hang it upside down and drain, drain everything. It. Then they, you know, yeah. they, prep it. they prep it. Like they, they shave, shave it, it and all that. Right. And they just clean out you all the intestines hairy pig. and stuff. <laughs> Dude, they used to traumatize me. I couldn't eat lechon forever. Even <laughs> until now. Like I can't really. really you don't eat it at all? I don't unless what about I really like have to. Lechon koala. Uh, I choose not to. Lechon wale wale. Yeah. But I mean, like, when I was in the Philippines recently, like, Ralph's family, you know, they did the same thing. Like, I had to watch the whole uh, process. From the cradle to the grave? Yeah, and I, I, told, <laughs> I told Ralph, I'm like, I'm not eating, I'm not eating. And I walk in the kitchen, oh, Teresa, hand it to me. I'm like, you gotta eat it. Yeah, you gotta eat it. I don't uh, mean disrespect, but I'm like, oh, thank you. You got that's one thing. It's good. It's, it's good. hella good, though. It's it is, good. but you go to damn. A Filipino household, they offer you some food, you better, you better eat. eat. You gotta They're gonna talk it. shit about you it's if you don't good. eat. It's good. American girl, huh? <laughs> high maintenance, high maintenance. You don't eat lechon. Uh, <laughs> she has baby wipes in, <laughs> in the home. bathroom. I learned that in the hallway when I was a kid, dude. I went to my boy's house and like, uh, you know, like his family was like, you know, just a traditional Filipino family. Like they spoke Tagalog and he spoke Tagalog and all that. Yeah. And they offered me uh, some food and I, I honestly didn't, I wasn't hungry, you know, but like they pushed me for like a straight like... You have to eat. Like, come on, you eat. You don't like my cooking? Come on. Oh, I'm like, bro, like, ah, I'm just not hungry, right? And I was like a little kid, so I'm like, you know, then my friends start looking at me like, you're not going to eat? You better eat, man. Oh, like, <laughs> What's wrong with you? So then after that experience, I was like, you know what? If I ever walk into somebody else's household and they're Filipino and they offer me something to eat, or just anybody in general, it's yeah, like, yeah I'll, you know, sure, I'll, I'll have some food. Yeah, your friends look like the United Nations. <laughs> <laughs> his, like, his core? Yeah. Shout out to GL. Yeah, grass, like, grub life, man. Yeah, they <laughs> core? Y'all look like the UN. Filipinos, you know. Like, you know ad. Chinese dude, <laughs> Latin dude, you got a Chinese, you got a Chinese Latin dude. You got a couple black dudes. Multicultural. Yeah. So yeah, no, then you know, it's cool though. Shit, learn about a lot, man. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. What the fuck else? Uh, so shout out, shout out to Jake's about to have his wedding anniversary. One year. One year. That that's uh that's one year married like. 17 together. Damn. <laughs> same shit, right? It's the same shit. Same Happy thing, wedding man. anniversary. Oh, Early you, wedding anniversary. Thank you. It's on 420, so we'll <laughs> you know, be, uh, the whole world will be lit. Man, so. Lithuania. <laughs> what do you guys got planned? Uh, so on, on Saturday, 
Oh, so on Friday we're gonna eat uh, sushi at a mommy because I've just been craving that. Mm. We both have. Ooh, sushi. Uh, if you guys haven't tried a mommy, I suggest you do this. Where's that at? It's uh, on San Bruno, right across from Walgreens. They have the best fish there, bro. They have an om- omakase plate, like the chef's choice. Oh, dude, that place is good. So they have that Ichi- on El Camino. On El Camino, it's not. It's, there's that Ichiban Chan, whatever place that's still there. It's been there forever, right? Uh huh. And there's this little plaza. It's like a small plaza. And there's a Amami Sushi Bistro in there. Go go over there and eat sushi, bro. Straight like fire. raw fish, shit. Raw fish. We, just, I, we order uh, omakase, and then we get like grilled squid, and then we order a couple rolls to go with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I guarantee you, it's the best. Chef's choice sashimi place you'll ever have. It'll change your life. Change your life. <laughs> okay. We're going to do that. And then Saturday, we are going to go to uh, the R&B Rewind concert. Jagged Edge, right? Yeah. Jagged Edge. You'll throw it back. You know, that was one of the albums I forgot to mention last week. Oh, yeah. You can go Jagged trade it all. It was uh, Jagged Edge, 112, Silk, and uh, Max. That's a good lineup. Uh, yeah. I've been on my R&B lot show of lately, man. So, reminiscing. Yeah. It's cool. You know, at least you can show up to that show and not worry about, like, getting shot or getting to a fight. It's mm. gonna be like all older people with like two steps. Yeah, <laughs> hard two steps. Awesome R and B vibes type shit. You know what I mean? So what show cool. I like missed out on and I was so mad until it was like after the fact was a Bad Boy reunion tour. Oh, oh yeah, same here. That's a tour that I same. seen after the fact. I, I knew it was coming. I was like, I'm not trying to be there. And then. Then I seen people's stories and I was like, "Fuck, that would have been the jam to been at." Crazy, yeah. I didn't Fuck. go. You know why? It's West Side Death Row forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I just, I just missed out on that one, man. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, you know they got like they got like the Millennial Tour going on right now. Uh, I yeah. mean that's that's like not my my era, but yes, yeah, it's, it's weird because you see a lot of uh, people. Know, the people of the generation after us, they started. Their people are starting to come around like on some throwback shit almost. You know what what's I mean? What's the so, millennial tour? Who's what's the it's like up there? It's like B2K and like uh, <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Raz B. Yeah, B2 is like B2K and like Soldier Boy or you know. Really? Like, yeah, so it's like that, like Lil Bow Wow or whatever. I don't know. Ch- Ch- Shad Moss. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> Pretty Ricky. I don't know. Pretty Ricky. <laughs> pretty Ricky. You know the story behind Pretty Ricky? Mm. So apparently. Pretty Ricky is um, so there's like five of them, right, or something, whatever. But they're all they all have the same dads, but different mom. Damn. And the dad's name is Ricky. <coughs> Pretty Ricky. Yeah, they all. <laughs> but then there's only there's only one real singer. Yeah. What, what was his name? Pleasure P. <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one with talent. Right? <laughs> he was the only real singer. Like there was like a rapper and there was like yeah, yeah, harmonizers, yeah. but yeah, pretty Ricky. Cool. Google that shit. I don't know if it's true. That's, that's what I heard. Yeah, man, pretty Ricky though. They had a couple slaps. I give it to them. Yeah, they did. They had that one. Uh, Pleasure P. Five in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was a good song. <laughs> it was like very R and B hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You ever thought about fucking with the R and B hip hop like auto tune? I know you yeah. have. I, I know you have auto tune track. Yeah, dude, but I'm not like heavy into it though. No, but you're you're a soulful dude though. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. You know what it is? I don't know that. Get over the shit. No, <laughs> get over the shit. Just do it's it. Just, it's it's hard. Like it's not it's not hard, but it's like you know to actually come with some angles, like with some melodies. It's not that easy, bro. Mm-hmm. I got you. 
Try it. Hey, if Snoop did it with that with a sexual, <laughs> I mean, I hated that song. Sexual seduction. You hated that song. I hate. I don't. I appreciate Snoop as Snoop, but yeah, I don't no, appreciate I Snoop as a as an artist. Shout out to Hess. Hey. Shout out to Hess. <laughs> but that's the same principle of like somebody telling me do a radio song. You know, you yeah. know, you said do an auto two song, and then you said, oh, remember Snoop <laughs> shit? I hated it. Really like, but I like I, I really <laughs> like Post Malone shit right now. Post Malone yeah. because you know what? If you take Post Malone's auto tune away, he actually can carry a melody. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I think you got it. I've heard you sing No Homo. Yeah, I mean, I'm all right. I, just, I would love to hear you're that. You're a soulful if dude. I, I would come out with a real singing album. I would just have a different name and everything. That's true. That would make sense. For that would real. be a good angle. Uh, yeah. I wear, like, uh, every picture of me would like be in a shadow so you really don't know what I look like. Let's <laughs> uh, oh. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do an auto tune track. I don't rap, but I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, hey, just come out, just be like a mystery person, you know what I mean? <laughs> do interviews in the dark. Like, see ya. Well, so I'm like, it's me, man. Let's do it. So my, dope. So my cover will never be blown. You know? No. You still have medical coverage because you have a real job still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, man, he's, you know, nigga, he's a, I got to come with a sick ass name first. Oh. So then they could, you know, it can catch on. We'll just do the, that uh, mixtape shit, whatever hot song, we'll just do like uh, an <laughs> auto tone version of it just to uh-huh. create the mixtape buzz. I got to come, come with a different identity. Oh, so, man. So singing, man. On the top of your head, what, what what would your name be? That I got to think do about it, man. Do it. What would be some crazy like name be? I don't know, man. Like I don't know. What would be a good name? Like cream cheese. Yeah, something, smooth something, like cream something smooth <laughs> cream like, cheese. Uh, like little some <laughs> <laughs> little cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like what is that thing? Uh, your rapper name would be little and oh, whatever yeah. whatever you just bought. Mine was like little popcorn chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh dude, shit! What was the last thing I bought? Little Bart ticket. <laughs> <laughs> little fast pass. <laughs> yeah, little, little fast pass. Yeah. Mine was Aqua Fresh. Uh, that's a dope name. Little Aqua Fresh. Little Aqua. I, I'm, I was late to Aquafina. <laughs> she's dope. Have uh, you heard of her? Dope. Yeah. yeah I'm, I was late to her. She's. I never heard of her. You never heard of her? Aquafina. All right, Aquafina's dope. She she's like a, she's like an Asian chick from New York, that's very hipsterish, right? She's if I give Asian, her advice. She's uh, a rapper. Yeah. yeah. Aquafina. And she was on. AWK. She on YouTube first, and she has a little comedy behind her raps mm-hmm. too. It's it's not what you would expect, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she got booked on, you know, little gigs for yeah, yeah, movies yeah. and things like that. Then. Blew up. I gotta look that up too. Yeah. She was on like Google commercials, like Google. Yeah. How do you take care of a fern? Like she yeah. was an actual like, she got. She's funny. Yeah, she's funny. Like Aquafina, cause she's awkward. I like her voice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Teresa, what's up with the coloring book? What's the details? Oh yeah, the coloring book. I, I don't know. It's it's going good. I was I was really happy with the pre-sales, Dope. the pre-orders. I want to thank everybody, and I'm trying to find an extra special way to thank everyone who ordered during pre-orders. Um, and then I'm trying to get it on other platforms so that when it it's time to do the um, the regular sales, that uh, folks can buy it everywhere. You know, like Amazon and whatever. Dope. Yeah. You should have like physical copies for sale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely gonna grab some. Right on. Thanks. Sure. Jake album? 
Chilling all nice, man. Chilling the, the five <laughs> out of the sky, you know. It's still there. It's just chilling, you know. We like I said, we focus on CB right now, so. And CB's uh, he's he's done uh, with his tour, right? Uh, yes. Uh, for now, yeah. So there's no shows. Uh, there's a 420 show, but um, where's that at? Way. I want to say it's like somewhere far. Not oh, like that's super a, far, like Stockton. Like, huh? Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean, it's like you know, Tracy. You gotta show there's, me there's Tracy. There's a 420 show, so. He'll be doing that, man. But he's he's, he's wrapping up his little solo project, so that's gonna come out soon. So nice. he he did an uh, album with Dre, Andre Nicotina. He did an album with Dre, uh, cooking on a come up. Mm-hmm. He's got another one. I think they're gonna do a round two. It's gonna be called Bass Rocks. So bass, oh bass yeah, rocks. So they're gonna they're gonna keep it rolling, man. I think I seen that. Uh, uh, I think know. I seen that. Shout out to. C yeah. biscuits. Man. Yeah, CB fan biz. Yep, yep, CB yep. fan biz, and your IG is fam underscore biz. Uh, yep. Fam underscore bizz. Teresa Delarice. Delarice D E L A underscore R E E S E. And they could buy the comic book, the coloring book. <laughs> the coloring where? book. It's gonna be on uh, on regular sales. It's on lifebreedsart.com, um, and hopefully soon it'll be on other platforms. Yeah, family. Shout out to Avs Original. Shout out to the F Word. Shout out to We Eating. Hi, Mono. Shout out to you. Shout out to Hef's. Uh, Hef's Honcho and all our foul for hosting. Shout out to you, Gus. Hey! I am the good homie, Gus. Gus and Reservice. Shout out to Phil and Boston. Shout out to Phil and Boston. (laughs) Gustification. Gus and Timberlake. Gustos. (laughs) Gust. (laughs) Auntie Gus. (laughs) That was a good one. And this is a free 99 podcast. IG. Uh, YouTube, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, this is episode 24. Yeah. Peace.